0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
1: Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports Zach is going to produce the broadcast today. Uh, Hopefully, uh, we're going to get some guests here you'll like, uh, including uh, we'll talk about Missouri today. Howard Richards from their network will join us. Uh, And uh, we're going to talk to Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus. But our first guest is going to be former Gator coach and now ESPN college football analyst Dan Mullen to join us on the program. Dan, pleasure to have you um let, let's start with the playoff poll that's going to come out tonight um i i i think georgia's the best team in the country i get michigan and all that what say you as far as your top four let's start with that
2: yeah you know when you look at things when steve when the, the playoff comes out and i went to, to sit on the committee in their mock committee that that espn does earlier this year with how they run it how everything goes i'm a big resume person i'm not just an eye test person um, I'm a resume person, and what have you done? And, and and part of the discussion is really funny you have on that is, uh, you know, you can't compare, well, if they played this schedule or if they did that, this is what would happen to them, is, is what have you done so far this year? Uh, and I think I've done the poll. I think every week I kind of put out my poll for everybody, and a lot of people have freaked out on it from one week to the next because um, – I think when I first started a couple of weeks, like uh, a couple of weeks ago, I didn't even have Georgia or Michigan in my top four because they hadn't beaten anybody at yep. that point. And, uh, you know, and that's changed over the course of the time because now their schedule, uh, is where it is and people have performed a certain way. And, uh, so, you know, a lot of that gets you into, okay, let's see where, where now we believe. Um, all the teams are. And so the, the top, I look at it this week. I had Georgia at number one, um, you know, because now they've they've won a couple games over top 25 teams. Um, with the win over Missouri, well, really won over a team that's currently ranked in the top 25, I think, with the win over Missouri, they've looked dominant. They have a, they have a really quality win. They have another chance to get a, a win with Tennessee this week. I have Washington at number two, and Washington – uh, you look, they have the one of the, really, the most impressive win on the season this year um, with the win over Oregon. And, uh, you know, and, and you look at what they've done. They have three wins over current top 25 teams. They've looked really, imp- now, and they say, hey, their games have been close. But their games are close because they're playing such a tough schedule week in and week out. I have Michigan at number three with the win over Penn State. They've been dominant in everything they've done this year completely dominated everybody and now have what you could consider a pretty dominant win on the road at, at Penn state. I had Ohio state coming in at number four Um, this week. I had Florida state dropping to number five and I've had Florida state near the top most of the season, but you know, Florida state's now their most impressive win on the year is LSU. Uh, LSU has, a couple of losses now. Um, and even though they're undefeated, I just have them at five, and then I had I had Texas at number six. They have that great win over Alabama um, on their schedule, and that's struggled. But, you know, what's funny is when I've looked at this, and I, I put it out every week, it fluctuates greatly week to week. The one thing that I learned as a playoff committee that I hate that people do, Steve, is say, okay, well, if you were number one and you won, you automatically get to stay number one. <laughs> right. No you know, at the playoff committee and, and how that works, you're supposed to completely thrive. It's a complete re-rank every week. So it is completely irrelevant where you were ranked last week and you start with the resume over on the entire season resume from scratch. And that's kind of how I've, after learning that, that's how I've kind of done things throughout the year. Um, you know, and I, looking at going into this week's game, um, you know that the Georgia has a, has a big game at Tennessee. I think that kind of got a little diminished last week with their loss. Washington has the biggest game of the week playing Oregon State this week. I think that is such a huge game um, that that could be a landmark game. That honestly, that would be their fourth win over a top twenty-five, and and, and that would be two top ten wins with yeah. Oregon and Oregon State. Uh, Hard pressed to say Washington after this week couldn't be the number one team in the country if it with another win.
1: You're obviously very familiar with Mississippi State, Dan, and to to have Coach Arnett let go after less than a year on the job, uh, was that surprising to you? And I gotta ask you this, you know, your name is, has been linked to, to that position again. Would you consider a return there or a return to college coaching?
3: Well,
2: you know, you never, you know, I always, tell you this i love being on tv right now and you never say never going back to coaching it but it would have to be a the right decision right time and a big family decision for me just because it is it's a family decision and the family consumes your life uh, our football it is it's a it's gonna it's a it's not like a job it's it, it consumes your life and everything that's going on so but i was really i was surprised with with letting uh, coach arnett go so quickly uh I, I I like I like him a lot. I've I've only got to meet him several times. Have great respect for him. Uh, I thought he walked into one of the most difficult situations you could walk into in coaching, having to replace a legend, um, in in a legend not just coaching but in personality in Mike Leach uh, that had kind of done a, a a really good job of kind of establishing the identity with the program and and he took it over and was you know trying to as a head coach you have to put your own personality you can't you can't walk in and imitate and be somebody else and he was putting his own personality on the program um and i have i have a lot of respect for him and what he was doing and mississippi state's not an easy job um, i within the league uh it's a tre- tremendous place it's a great place great people all around but it, it's one of the tougher coaching jobs in the southeastern conference and uh um, you know I, I think the the funny thing is is you're starting to see now it's starting to get you know quicker and quicker triggers in firing people around college football right now. You know, it used to be, hey, you got a couple of years to establish the program, and now you're you're looking at guys in one year being let go. so um, I don't know if I love that precedent um, of of being said, I would have loved to have seen him get a little bit more of an opportunity um there but you know in today's college football world it's it's kind of it's not what did you do last year or what did you do the last couple of years it's you know what have you done immediate in the the immediate immediacy of the of the game
1: dan mullen joining us here of course you see him watch him on espn uh talking college football dan when it comes to um uh, the coaching aspect of things uh, because the hook is shorter is there more pressure on coaches now to win sooner?
2: Well, I think the game I, there's always pressure to win. You know, I mean, you, you always want to walk in and, and start winning right away. And I think because that that just kind of shows that the, the program's headed in a positive direction if you can come in and, and win right away. Uh, but also, the game's changed a lot, you know. And I think the 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 transfer portal NIL has changed that of where. You know, I think you used to take over a program, and and you walk in and say, okay, hey, here's the program, here's the players, I'm going to go recruit some, we're going to recruit some new guys in, and it might take a year or two to get some of those guys on the field. Where I think coaches in today's world kind of own the program day one when they just step in. You know, I mean, they're kind of like, hey, you, you look at Deion Sanders, they've a lot of coaches now, hey, guys walk in, and you played for the old staff, so we don't kind of want you, we're going to bring in all our own players on the transfer portal and so i i do think that that pressure comes because i think it, it immediately becomes your team uh because of that you know the fact it used to be is say hey you know i came in and and there's these players on the team and i'm going to kind of inject some of my new guys but we're going to use some of the the guys that are here before and we're going to buy in and coach them up and and train them and now it it is kind of uh Now it's your team, you know, right from day one. And and so I think that adds to some of the pressure for coaches to win immediately.
1: Last question for you. If you are in a league, and let's use the SEC, and you're sort of at the middle, um, Missouri has certainly risen this year, but you get Texas, Oklahoma here. Is it tougher, Dan, in your opinion, if you were sort of the middle of the pack, given the competition, given all of that, to rise back to the top? Is that move to the top tougher now.
2: Well, I think I think there's always a, a a pecking order in how you do things within leagues, you know, and and where you are, you at one of the haves and have nots of the league and you look at the, the different things that are out there and uh, you know, and then it, it's also schools understanding um themselves and and you look at a school like a okay, you know, the expectations you look at the Texas A&M obviously had really high expectations for a Jimbo Fisher coming in there and um, the, uh, you know, and, and I think Jimbo had some success, didn't get to the level they want, but, you know, when you look at those places, I think a lot of their, their fan bases, they look and say, Hey, you know, we we have a great stadium. We have unbelievable facilities. We, we compete, you know, with facilities second to none um, in the country and what we have to sell and our recruiting area is pretty strong and we expect a lot out of it. Um, you know, and you look at, at places at, at Florida now, Florida finally has a chance to compete on an even playing ground with the facility that just opened this year. Um, you know, and I think in looking at things, you see the dividends that's playing and recruiting for them that now they're on an even playing ground finally for the first time in probably 15 years with other people in college football, um, to go out and recruit players, um, Against the people that they're expected to go recruit against. So I think a lot of schools look. I think the SEC is one of the trickier conferences in the country because, um, I'll be honest with you. They're, they're uh, pretty much every fan base in the league expects to compete for a championship, you know, and, 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 and when I say that and not would love to compete for a championship, if you will. You know, there's a lot of schools where, like, hey, we, there's a lot of conferences around the country. Hey, we would love to compete for a championship, and wouldn't that be great? We're in the SEC. I think every school expects to compete for yeah. a championship. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, I, I, at Mississippi State, we we built it up. We we took the team to number one, and they expect now to kind of compete for a championship. And um, you know, you look at, at at all the schools within the league, they expect to. And now with with Texas and Oklahoma coming in. I always laugh. Is there's only one team going to win the SEC championship, and that means there's a going to be 15 fan bases. Uh, I, I Well, and I don't want to bash them. I, maybe Vanderbilt is the one that they they don't they they hope to have a great year. Maybe they don't expect to win a championship every year. Their fan base
4: um,
2: in football, yep. however, the, the, all the other teams do, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, unfortunately, not only. um, Are 15 of them not going to win the championship? You know, someone's going to finish last, even. (laughs) Um, You know, and that's a tricky thing for all the fans within the SEC and and within the expectations that they have. And they look and say, hey, listen, you know, this is what we have. You know, we're going to give the coach the resources, um, you know, most – most schools in the league now are, are giving coaches the resources. Not all of them. Again, there's going to be a, a pretty big disparity between some schools, whether it's facilities, whether it's the NIL money that they have available. Then, and now, if you don't have the NIL money, if you don't have the facilities, if you don't have those things, the disparity gets bigger. It's harder to win. And so I think there's going to be a, a little bit more separation between the have and have nots. The SEC has quite a few haves, and if you are a haves, the fan bases really expect you to win.
1: Okay. Appreciate your time, Dan. We'll see what happens here, and uh, we'll see what happens with you as well and keep an eye on things. So always appreciate your time. Thank you.
2: Awesome. Great to talk to you. Have a great day.
1: Okay, Dan. Thank you. Dan Mullen here at 1219. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jittery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now
5: on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Austin Sterling. The Gators men's basketball team will be in action tonight to take on Florida A&M in the O-Dome. Gators guard Riley Kugel is off to a strong start to the season, averaging 20 points per game through the team's first two games. Coverage starts right here at 6.30. The Tampa Bay Lightning will square off against the St. Louis Blues tonight. Tampa is in the midst of a four-game losing streak and will be looking to stay above 500 with a win. Moving to the NBA, the Miami Heat will hit the road to play the Charlotte Hornets tonight. This game will be Miami's second matchup for in-season tournament group play. In the NFL, the Cincinnati Bengals will face the Baltimore Ravens Thursday night in a matchup with huge playoff implications. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Austin Sterling.
0: ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: I am talking to you as a healthcare worker about your banking needs. I've got a little holiday cheer to help you make it through the new year. Keep your cash flow and take advantage of special holiday loan to help with gift shopping, holiday travel, New Year's plans, and more. Where can you do this? FICARE Federal Credit Union, the place I've done my banking for over 30 years. You can borrow up to $2,000, a 12-month term. If you're already a member, select personal loan as the type when applying online and enter holiday loan for the purpose. If you're not a member, I want to ask this. What are you waiting for? Visit FICAREFCU.org. That's FICAREFCU.org to join today and apply for some holiday cheer. Again, this offer expires December 31st. Bank at the place I have banked by CARE Federal Credit Union.
6: This is Ernie Johnson Jr. Sports is about overcoming obstacles, and college coaches work hard to help young men overcome Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's called Coach to Cure MD, and you can help. Text the word Cure to 501 501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill. Or go online to CoachToCureMD.org. Text the word Cure to 501 501. Help coaches cure MD.
0: Sponsored by the American Football Coaches Association. Texting and data rates may
7: apply.
8: Is your HR department overwhelmed? What about payroll? Are you having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation? You need WHR Associates. WHR Associates provides a pay-as-you-go workers' compensation program with a low deductible. Employee benefits, payroll, and workers' compensation management will be handled with ease. No client is too small. Visit WHRassociates.com for a free no-obligation quote. Call now. 800-869-5606. 800-869-5606.
9: Tina, I need your help. Jim is just so hard to shop for. This happens every holiday season. Shopping for Rick used to be tough until he told me about Electronics World.
8: Electronics World?
9: Yep, that's where I go to find everything that Rick wants. All the smart electronics to make our life simple we got at EW. Smart electronics? Yes, everything from big screens to home theater, whole home sound to custom shades, our surveillance system and more with one app to control and monitor it all. To find out more, visit electronicsworld.net. At the Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, there's always excitement around football, family, and the first hint of the fall season. Family owned and operated since 1975, the Wood Stove is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric stoves and fireplaces. Visit our showroom today to see our large selection of contemporary and traditional styles. Give your fireplace a facelift with our custom glass doors, screens, tool sets, and more. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, downtown Gainesville, or visit woodstoveflorida.com.
10: The head ball coach scores again. Steve Spurrier's Head Beer Coach 1966 American Lager is now available everywhere at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Smooth and refreshing with just enough of a crisp finish. Also available at most places you buy beer. If you don't see it, ask for it. A beer made by Gators for Gators. Make a great play and enjoy a cold one today. Steve Spurrier's Head Beer Coach 1966 American Lager.
11: Please
1: drink responsibly.
11: Hey Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone.
10: Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit maacogainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street.
0: No radio access? Don't worry, we have you covered. Listen to Gators play-by-play play anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We are ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
5: This is Gator soccer
12: coach Samantha Bohan and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 91 FM 8.50 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: You know, it's funny. um, When I had uh, Dan Mullen on, he is very polarizing around here. And it's much like Urban Meyer. When he first came back on this show. Why are you having him on? Uh, well that, that that's kind of yeah. waned now. I think it will with Coach Mullen too. But in the time I talked to him, Daryl says funny how Mullen talked about money and facilities but never mentioned recruiting. Interesting. Mike says, is it ever uncomfortable interviewing somebody whom you've known previously and was so tight lipped as a coach here and comes back after leaving and it's a chatty Kathy. Doesn't it feel slimy? Ever want to call him out for being such a phony? I think that the difference, Mike, is that when he's working at this job, he almost has to be uh, more, I'll use your words, uh, chatty Cathy. That's what he's paid now to do. Um, He was not as accessible when he was coaching here as he is now. I mean, I've always known Dan. I interviewed him when he was when he was here the first time with Urban. Interviewed him when he was at Mississippi State. So it isn't like you know, this just happened. We've I've known him and interviewed him many times over the years. But uh, I get your point. And Mark says I hear a lot of fans saying the Gator offense was clicking against the depleted LSU defense. That was one of their best offensive games all season. I can't get behind that sentiment. Four of thirteen on third down. One of three on third down. 5 of 16 on your conversion downs. If that's the best performance we've had on offense, then where the heck are we? This offense is still uh, middle, in my opinion. Well, I'm a bottom line guy, points. I mean, you, you can be 3 of 13 on third down and score 50 points. What would you rather have? I mean, we, we, I, I can make numbers say kind of what you want to say, but I can tell you this, the offense is better now than it was at the beginning of the year. Is, and if anybody wants to challenge that, Mark, go ahead. Uh, is it, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs' offense? No. Is it LSU's offense? No. And yes, LSU's defense is depleted. But you've got to start somewhere. Now, Missouri's defense is a lot better. And we'll see if Florida's offense is as good. Twelve twenty-seven. time check brought to you by Hayes, gentlemen, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF
0: from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM,
1: WRUF. Where is your pain? Knees? Hips? Back? Don't let it sideline you any longer. And don't let them tell you surgery is your only option. Call QC Kinetics now for the future of pain relief. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. This is the science of using properties from your own body to bring you lasting relief with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics is trusted by patients all over America, over 150 clinics nationwide, with advanced protocols that can get you moving again. Get started now so you can live big in 2024. Talk about a great use of your FSA and HSA. Put them to work getting you the relief you need so badly. These new advanced regenerative treatments are getting amazing reviews. Let the medical pros at QC Kinetics give you the better path toward that pain-free life. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550.
8: Is your HR department overwhelmed? What about payroll? Are you having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation? You need WHR Associates. Partnered with an A-rated carrier, we're a full-service employment organization. WHR Associates provides a pay-as-you-go workers' compensation program with a low deductible where employee benefits, payroll, and workers' compensation management will be handled with ease. As a professional employer organization, WHR Associates always fights for the client. We specialize in workers' compensation for staffing companies and large warehouses. No client is too small. If your HR department is overwhelmed and your payroll isn't going smoothly, if you're having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation, WHR Associates can help. Visit whrassociates.com or call 800-869-5606 for a Free no obligation quote, call now 800 869 5606. 800 869 5606. 800 869 5606. Radiant Credit Union wants to remind you that you can get some extra jingle in your pocket by earning double dimes when you shop this holiday season. So every time we say jingle, we're going to drop in a. Just use your Radiant Visa credit card for purchases to jingle all the way through December 31st to earn. Visit radiantcu.org slash jingle and get double dimes rolling your way. Man, this was fun. Jingle! Federally insured by NCUA.
10: Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family-working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now. Or at ChuckBushAutorepair.com.
13: Odyssey Riptide Music Festival returns to Fort Lauderdale Beach December 2nd and 3rd. Catch the Black Keys, Jelly Roll, Bleachers, Young the Giant, Dirty Heads, Sublime with Rome, and more this December. Visit RiptideMusicFestival.com for tickets. That's RiptideMusicFestival.com.
1: Time for your UF bookstore break right here on Sports Scene with me, Steve Russell. Give me a break. Give me a break.
0: Log on to WRUF.com and sign up to win a $25 gift card to the UF bookstore in the right Union.
1: Just our way of gearing you up and saying thank you right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM, WRUF.
0: weather center here is your wruf weather update
9: cloudy skies continue for us today getting breezy with occasional gusts this afternoon to about 20 miles an hour on and off showers will be possible as well late in the afternoon and during the evening temperatures on the full side highs today in the upper 60s and lower 70s overnight tonight cloudy skies lows in the upper 50s and lower 60s with spotty showers possible in the UF weather center i'm meteorologist megan borowski
0: this is The Swap. No
9: play action. Pocket
3: closing. Yes. sacked at the 15-yard line. Yes, sir.
0: Florida heads to the show State to face the Missouri Tigers.
3: 15-10 to the house. Touchdown,
0: Gators. Kickoff is set for 730 Eastern, 630 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 430 Eastern, 330 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. The Mary Wise Show, Monday evenings at 6, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and online at
1: WRUF.com. Well, the schedule gets no easier for Florida. A trip to Missouri for a night game. The Tigers having a terrific year are 8-2. and two. And it's always a pleasure to bring on Howard Richards, who played at Missouri, played in the NFL. Now he's the longtime radio analyst for the Tigers. Howard, good to talk to you as usual. Thank you for doing it. Um, terrific year for the Tigers here so far. What's been the catalyst for that? Why? Why has Missouri been so good this year in your view?
6: Well, first of all, hi, Steve. Hey, it's uh, good to be on with you guys and get a chance to talk about Missouri. Yep. Um, I think the biggest difference is that this team took a look at where it was last season. Um, and I think the maturity level stepped up. Um, I think they they realized that they had a lot of what you might call self-destructive behavior, a lot of mental mistakes, uh, so they have to become a, a more disciplined team. Still making a few mistakes um, in some key moments in the season, which is which is why they have two losses this year. Uh, but I think the, the the family atmosphere has prevailed. These guys play for each other. They like each other. Um, I think even Eli Drinkwitz has um, has matured as a head coach, uh, hiring Kirby Moore as an offensive coordinator. A guy that came with uh, um, high recommendations, high praise, uh, having a bunch of defensive starters return because they felt they had some unfinished business. Um, Brady Cook taking the next step after coming off shoulder surgery, which really hampered him. And, you know, most people didn't didn't realize that until after the season. Became better and stronger than ever. Um, you know Luther Burden uh, in the slot position, uh, sort of rededicated himself. You know coming in as a freshman knew, knew that he had a lot to learn this season, uh, but he took steps as well too, and that's why he's been uh, a key component to this team's success this year, especially earlier in the season.
1: Um, <clears throat> defensively, I'm very impressed with Missouri's front seven. Tell me about the Tiger defense.
6: Again, returning starters, guys that play hard together. And and I'm not just saying it's a cliche, but these guys really like each other. They all get along extremely well. Um, It's like a true brotherhood, maybe one of the tightest um, defensive units that I've seen, especially in Missouri since the 2013, 2014 seasons. Um, I I think understanding what, you know, conceptually what Missouri is trying to do. Um, and, again, that unfinished business thing, they they adopted a model this year of something to prove, uh, and they've lived by that. They've had some, you know, a few down moments this year where they haven't played well. Tackling hasn't been great. Uh, they allowed some uh, big chunk yards, especially rushing the ball and in the passing game. But they're able to flush, you know, those those big plays and come right back and play harder. Um, and, you know, I think they've, they've played with a few uh, – a few vendettas, especially Kentucky and Tennessee teams, that um, I feel have become rivalry uh, games with Mizzou, um, even more so than the, the the designated rivalry game of Arkansas.
1: Cody Schrader is a terrific story. I mean, Truman State to leading the SEC in rushing—that's pretty good story. What, what do you make of him, and what kind of a kid is he? What's he meant to this team? <laughs>
6: He's meant so much to Missouri's success this year. Um, he's nicknamed Cody Shredder because he's been <laughs> shredding defenses <laughs> lately. Now, that's, that's, that's a name given to him by the fans. Yep. Uh, but it's been true because he's, he's just – he's one of those guys that I think when people tell you you can't do something, they take it personally. Uh, it's always something that he wanted to do, much like Brady Cook, always wanted to be the quarterback at, at Mizzou. Uh, Schrader always wanted to play running back for Mizzou but didn't get his opportunity of course tore it up at the Division II level Truman State walks on at Mizzou uh, starts out as number six on the depth chart (laughs) but he wasn't deterred he just allowed himself to work his way up and when he got his moments, he he proved himself. Uh, he took advantage of those things, <clears throat> and that's one of the things that uh, you know. When I talk to the young running backs and even the younger players, I always tell them: you never know when your opportunity is coming, so be prepared. You know, wait, uh, and that's what you have to adopt in this game because your 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 time um, your time window of being able to perform on the field. Whether it's Missouri or whatever program, is a very short window. You got three months during the season to get it done. You have to block out the distractions, um, all the things that can sort of derail your your your, your team success and your own career if you don't do these things. And you know Schrader has been that guy. He knew that um, you know he had a chance to to, to be something special, uh, but he he worked for his opportunity, and man, he has really taken off with it.
1: Howard, let me end with this because I've never interviewed Coach Trinkwitz and, and the roster makeup this year is certainly different. And you and I are older school, you know, NIL and managing your own roster, mm-hmm. all that stuff now. But how has he embraced that? He's gotten some good transfers there. How is he in terms of embracing the portal, embracing all of that?
6: I would say he has a vision of what he wants in a player, right? Not just from playing ability, but from a character standpoint and personality standpoint, knowing that that player has to come in and realize he can't be bigger than the team itself. He's got to fit in and do what's asked of him and not more, do his job the players that he, he has on this roster, and I think it's a testament to the guys that decided to come back um, after last season, uh, are those that fit into that mode, into that mindset of, of what this coaching staff, what this football program expects of them. Um, and I think it's it's really that simple. Um, everyone being on the same proverbial playing field with regard to what they're trying to achieve.
1: Last question for you. Um, Again, sort of back to the NIL situation here. We we just saw two SEC coaches get let go here in the space of a few days. One mm-hmm. who didn't even finish a year at, at the job. Uh, there's so much dead money now in college football. It's certainly different from back in our day, but th- this is not going to change. I mean, th- I, I don't see more patience being given to coaches down the line. Do you?
6: No, not at all. But just look at the A&M situation. Who wants that kind of pressure? I mean, who's going to take that job? I'm I'm certainly they'll find someone. But when you think about what's at stake there, I mean, you know, Jimbo's had had a winning record when he's been there. Now, Texas A&M's expectations are far, far greater than uh, probably most other programs outside of Alabama and Georgia and Florida and Tennessee. Um, but man, what pressure do you have to, to play under there? And, uh, I, you know, whoever steps in there has to know that this is what is expected of you. I mean, I would imagine it is just so stressful, um, to know that you're under the microscope every single year. Um, and if you don't get it done, man, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be awful, but I don't know how this changes. Uh, $76 million buyout for one guy. Uh, it's incredible. It I mean, I just don't. I don't see. I don't see any of that changing. As you mentioned, I mean, you make a great point. Um, but you know, if the money's out there, um, yeah, it, 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 somehow they're they're going to find a way. Um, but you know, with just just, I want another point that I want to make. Sure. I think those that um, either you, you hate nil or you like it, it's here to stay in whatever form that it is. And the key component, I think, what Eli Drinkwitz has done is he's decided, hey, I've got to embrace it. The same way with our basketball coach, Dennis Gates, he's on record of saying this, these things. I've got to, we got to embrace the fact that it's here, make it work for us, just like it's working for other places. Um, and, and so the, those that are doing it the best, I mean, it's almost like general being a general manager of a professional sports league. You're going to lose players but you have the ability to bring in players as well that kind of fit your mode that you may not have uh, recruited and may be on your roster before you got there.
1: Very quickly, you, you said something earlier I want to piggyback on. Uh, is, is is Florida now a rivalry for Missouri? You know, I think, I think it is. I, I really do. Um,
6: you know, maybe that started under the Dan Mullen era. There's a little bit of bad blood there. Um um <laughs> I don't know if if it is considered you know this on the same level as probably Tennessee and Kentucky just because of the geographic uh proximity um but you know your coach i think um he's in a tough spot I'd like him, i like what he did at louisiana um and i I feel like he's got the personality if i think Florida just needs to give him more time. Um, and, and that's just my personal opinion. Um, but but I think he's he's got the opportunities to do some special things there if he's given time. And I think, you know, programs that are trying to achieve success, man, if you're firing a coach every two or three years, it's going to make it that much more difficult to get to, you know, the point where you feel like you need to be. Because now you've got to start all over. The clock ticks all over again. So I think, um, you know, with what's invested in these coaches, I think time, if you, first of all, you've got to take your time when you're trying to evaluate who you want to lead your program. And if you're doing that job properly, then you've got to, yeah, I think that person that you end up, end up putting in that position has to or deserves more time to be able to get.
1: With time, I appreciate yours, Howard. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. I'm glad to do it, Steve. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Howard Richards, NFL guy, Mizzou guy. He's on their radio network. 1243, Time Check brought to you by Hey Jewelry. Final guest of the day coming up, Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN,
5: 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Austin Sterling. The Gators men's basketball team will be in action tonight in the O-Dome to face Florida A&M. UF is coming off a narrow three-point loss to Virginia and is looking to a back in the win column. Coverage starts here at 6.30. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning will take on the St. Louis Blues on the road tonight. Tampa has faltered in its last four games and is in need of a bounce-back win. Shifting to the NBA, the Miami Heat will hit the road to play the Charlotte Hornets tonight. The Heat are currently on a five-game win streak and will look to keep their early momentum rolling. In softball, the Gators will play another exhibition game Wednesday night against the College of Central Florida. At your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Austin Sterling. ESPN
0: 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: A terrific local charity is the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. Helps a lot of kids at-risk young boys from difficult home environments get their lives back together. And you, ladies and gentlemen, can help in that simply by your donation of any unused or unwanted vehicle. They take the vehicles, fix them, repair them, sell them, and then when they do, these kids learn real-life skills to help get their lives back on track. And remember, your donation is a tax-deductible donation. It, it's, they're just not cars. They'll take a boat, an RV, a motorcycle, just about any kind of vehicle. They will take it off your hands at the Road Heaver Boys Ranch to let these kids fix them up and resell them. If you want to find out more about this terrific local charity, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more.
10: Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry.
4: Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art, but I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So It's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique um, bedside manners are just amazing. Makes you feel relaxed, like you know you're part of the family. And that's I want an exceptional work. Um, that's why I came to exceptional. <laughs> In exceptional dentistry, it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the with the team here
9: At the Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, there's always excitement around football, family, and the first hint of the fall season. Family owned and operated since 1975, the Wood Stove is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric stoves and fireplaces. Visit our showroom today to see our large selection of contemporary and traditional styles. Give your fireplace a facelift with our custom glass doors, screens, tool sets, and more. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, downtown Gainesville. Or visit woodstoveflorida.com.
2: Florida is kayaking country. Kayaks are a great vessel for exploring the state's beautiful waterways. But it's important to be prepared for the journey, regardless of your experience level. Get your boater education and learn about you and your craft's abilities. It'll help you have a safer, more enjoyable time on
14: the water. Before you go, know your limits and always wear your life jacket. Safe
2: boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com.
8: Mom, can we have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead?
14: Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters,
7: and this radio station.
1: Hey, it's Steve Russell. You need to get over to Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries just blocks from the stadium. If you haven't eaten one of their Florida-raised beef burgers, you're missing out. Try their Juicy Chicken Burger with fresh hot fries and a hand-spun milkshake as well. Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street, Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Pass,
0: set, kill. We are your home for Gator women's volleyball. You're listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98 1 FM at 8 50 a.m. WRUF.
1: Well, the National Football League <coughs> continues, and it's always a pleasure to bring in Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Footballers to talk NFL with us. Brad, thanks for doing this and for the time change. I appreciate it. Uh, let's breaking news here. Ken Dorsey fired as the offensive coordinator in Buffalo is that a shocker to you
15: yeah 110 percent I mean I guess not a shocker from the standpoint of we know that coaches and general managers make some you know moves to kind of save themselves or protect their optics and whatnot and look I'm a huge fan of Brandon being the general manager I think Sean McDermott has done a very good job since arriving here as well but this feels offense, no matter any data point you want to throw out there. I mean, uh, they are second in the NFL in total points scored. They're third in red zone conversion rate. They're first in offensive success rate on a play by play basis. Look, are they running the ball super efficiently? I-, I guess not. You know, are there times where things go awry and they're not winning games? Sure. But the defense the last six weeks has been terrible. Um, The drafting the last three years has been mediocre at best. And, again, I'm a fan of those people. Uh, But this is, I kind of had a thought earlier, I'd love to see an article someone put out, uh, and I'm not volunteering myself, but (laughs) the biggest biggest scapegoat firings in NFL history, and and I frankly think Dorsey uh, probably lands somewhere on that list.
1: Um, Monday night, Chiefs and Eagles, That, that might be the game of the year regular season. Who's the better team in your view?
15: Yeah, I think it will be. Um, I think that those are the two best teams in the NFL right now. Clearly the top team in each conference. This might surprise some people. I'll still go Kansas City. You know, do I have concerns with their wide receivers? Yes. Uh, I think we're at a point where you have to. There has been some growth from Rasheed Rice, but he's still to me is a guy that isn't really winning on actual route running and, and savvy and nuance. He's just kind of sitting down in soft spots and zones and is a great yard depth of the catch guy and is working with, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. So, well, I do have that concern. I, I just think we're still not talking enough about Philadelphia's secondary is very exploitable. I mean, I mean, he, every team they played has thrown on them for the most part, including some bad offenses. And so, you know, the pass rush is great and that will, you know, mitigate the lack of talent on the back end. But, uh, you know, a team like Kansas City, uh, they are going to move the football. So, I'll go Kansas City still because their defense. This might sound crazy. I think Kansas City's defense might be better than Philadelphia's. Um, wow. Um, but yeah, but yeah, these are you know the two best teams in the NFL. I think by a fairly comfortable margin right now.
1: Um, l- let me ask about Houston. C.J. Stroud has been terrific, um, and Houston's five and four. Are they for real?
15: They are for real. I think this was one of the best coach hirings of a long, long time. I think Nico Ryan Ryans is phenomenal, and I think also bringing Bobby Slowick, the offensive coordinator from San Francisco, along with him has been a slam dunk. But CJ Stroud, I think, is a legitimate top-ten quarterback in the NFL already. Like I think he's already, at that point, based on what he's done – you know, we obviously break things down a million different ways here. And what he's doing is sustainable. It's not fluky. He's winning in the ways that we have, you know, studied over time are sustainable. So, you know, he's not getting a bunch of, you know, luck on turnover-worthy he plays. He really rarely puts the ball in harm's way. He's pushing the ball down the field. It's not all yards after the catch and and all of these, you know, it's not all of play action on straight drop back. He's our highest-graded quarterback uh, in the entire NFL on just true pocket passing. So, yeah, you know, they still do need talent. They need more talent on the defensive front. Uh, and obviously, you know, Nico Collins, Tank Dell have been awesome. But I think getting a legit number one receiver in this team would push them to, you know, like, contender heights. Um, but yeah, they're a legitimate threat to make the playoffs. Um, one game behind Jacksonville with a win already in hand uh, in that matchup.
1: Yeah. Uh, AFC North, Cincinnati's in last place. It's a very competitive division. Who do you like? Is it still Baltimore? I'm, I'm impressed with Cleveland, what they've done. Pittsburgh's winning and they can't score, and yet they're 6-3. and three. What's this division for you?
15: It's still Baltimore for me. You know, It has been frustrating that they've been losing games in this kind of you know crippling fashion. And there's a stack going around. They basically trailed for like 27 total minutes of game time. Um, and, and over the last, I don't know, however many odd years, there have been five teams that have trailed for less than 30 minutes through week 10, and all the other teams are 10-0, and, and then Baltimore is 7-3. and 3. So it's frustrating, but they're also, like, people keep pointing to how John Harbaugh might be the problem here. Um, he actually set an NFL record for if he had uh, a multi-score lead in the second half, he hadn't lost in like a decade. So it's just a weird kind of variance, and now they're losing some of those games, but... Long answer short, they are still a team for me in this division. They have a massive battle with Cincinnati, obviously, on Thursday night. Um, but the Bengals' defense, uh, I think, is the story where they have not been good enough. They've allowed the most explosive plays in the NFL. They're now probably going to be missing Trey Hendrickson, their best pass rusher by a good margin, for at least Thursday, maybe a couple weeks beyond that. Um, I just, I'm just i concerned about them. You know, As good as the offense has looked, the defense needs to be a top-ten unit as well, uh, and it really hasn't been.
1: Um, New York football teams are 2-8 and eight and 4-5, and five, and Daniel Jones wasn't great, and now they're anemic on offense with the Giants, and the Jets are anemic, and they've been anemic all year long on offense. Salah will not make a change. The Giants had to make a change because Jones got hurt. Will the... The locker room is a, is a very touchy thing. You know this. Do you think the Jets are close to losing the locker room if a change isn't made at the quarterback position or the play doesn't improve?
15: Outright losing it, I would lean no, but having, you know, cryptic tweets and frustrated players and bad sideline antics and things like that absolutely yes. I mean, I know for a fact there are some players that are frustrated. I mean, you look around the league, like if this team trades for Josh Dobbs in week three, they're probably leading the AFC East. Like like this defense is, I think, maybe the best defense in the entire National Football League, certainly in that conversation with the talent they have at all three levels and what they've done against elite quarterbacks in this league. I think Dak Prescott's basically the only quarterback that's had a good game against them the entire season with games against Hurts, Mahomes, Allen, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So – yeah, I think Salah has a lot of love in this building. I think he's a player's coach. I think they really like him and, and the other coaches on the staff. But, but yeah, it's got to be frustrating if you're a player on this team. Even Sala this week saying, actually, Zach Wilson played well. I mean, this team is historically bad on third down, historically bad in the red zone. Wilson's going to turn the ball over a couple times a game. He's going to take 15-yard sacks a couple times a game. Like, he's, he's not tenable. And they kind of just tank the fees in. You know, is Josh Jobs going to win you the Super Bowl? No, but, but he probably gets you in the playoffs with this roster.
1: Yeah, and for the Jets, making the playoffs is a big deal. They're never, they're never there, so I hear what, I hear what <laughs> right. you're saying. Uh, where can people see your work, Brad?
15: Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at PFF underscore Brad, and everything I'm putting out is at PFF.com. Uh, just did a big a general manager rankings article, kind of breaking things down with some different stats and metrics, uh, and we'll start looking at you know future head, uh, head coach and GM candidates for this upcoming cycle as well.
1: Always appreciate your time, Brad. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus, knows his stuff. That whole organization there knows its stuff. Pro Football Focus, they they break down stuff. If you've never been and, and seen it, um, it's pretty incredible, some of the stuff they've done. Chris Collinsworth is part of that, too, uh, by the way. Uh, okay, next hour, it'll be all us. Hope you enjoyed the guests. And... I'm going to throw this question out. If I said to you, what is Georgia good at besides football? What comes to mind right away? What is Alabama good at outside of football? What comes to mind right away? You hear my point. The only school that I think you could say something different is LSU. Women's basketball, it's won a national championship. Baseball, won a national championship. So, yes. But there's a lot of, been a lot of chatter lately amongst Gator Nation about football. I get it. And about whether or not Florida should be a football power and eh, the rest of the stuff's okay. Or... The way Jeremy Foley wanted his vision was an all-encompassing, great athletic program. Now, on in on paper, in theory, of course everybody wants an athletic program that's great. But I think that always includes football. So I'm gonna ask you, what's your preference? If you have a preference, if you were gonna talk to Scott Strickland and say, This is what I want you to build. What would it be? Tell me why. I think it would be an interesting conversation. Hour 2 is coming up, and uh, we look forward to having you here. Our thanks to Dan Mullen for being here, to Brad Spielberger and Howard Richards from the Missouri Football Network. Uh, That's a team that could win 10 games and go to a major bowl game. They have a lot of incentive. Uh, Florida does too, obviously, to get to a bowl game, but Missouri has incentive too here. Hour 2 coming up. Stay with us for Sports Scene ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM,
1: WRUF. Where is your pain? Knees? Hips? Back? Don't let it sideline you any longer, and don't let them tell you surgery is your only option. Call QC Kinetics now for the future of pain relief. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. This is the science of using properties from your own body to bring you lasting relief with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics is trusted by patients all over America, over 150 clinics nationwide, with advanced protocols that can get you moving again. Get started now so you can live big in 2024. Talk about a great use of your FSA and HSA, put them to work getting you the relief you need so badly. These new advanced regenerative treatments are getting amazing reviews. Let the medical pros at QC Kinetics give you the better path toward that pain-free life. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Is
8: your HR department overwhelmed? What about payroll? Are you having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation? You need WHR Associates. Partnered with an A-rated carrier, we're a full-service employment organization. WHR Associates provides a pay-as-you-go workers' compensation program with a low deductible where employee benefits, payroll, and workers' compensation management will be handled with ease. As a professional employer organization, WHR Associates always fights for the client. We specialize in workers' compensation for staffing companies and large warehouses. No client is too small. If your HR department is overwhelmed and your payroll isn't going smoothly, if you're having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation, WHR Associates can help. Visit whrassociates.com or call 800-869-5606 for a Free no-obligation quote, call now, 800-869-5606, 800-869-5606. 800-869-5606.
11: Are you busy with work, family, and after-school activities? Give your kitchen the night off and let Miapa do the cooking for you. With scrumptious comfort food and a variety of family meals for all sizes and palates, everyone is picking up dinner from Miapa. Stop by the Jonesville location or the Alachua and Gainesville Staples. Order ahead at www.miapalatincafe.com and pick up from any one of their three locations. Or drive through for your meal at the Jonesville and Gainesville locations. Miapa Latin Cafe, home of the best family meals for breakfast lunch and dinner and don't forget about their award-winning coffee that's always made with cuban love and available from sunrise to late night
10: bush auto repair and gator transmission is gainesville's no hassle no overcharge auto repair shop now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team if you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence bush auto repair is looking for you enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954 Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now. Or at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com.
0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
1: Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Tuesday. Daniel is our producer for the second half of the show. As you listen on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and watch us now locally on the Cox cable system on Channel 6. 392-8255, email srussell at WRUF.com. Call us up, talk some sports. And again, uh, my, my toss question to you today, it kind of started a few days ago when some people saying, you know, hey, I, I want to I be back on top with football again. Well, would you sacrifice, so to speak, being a you know, a top tier all sports school for being a big dog in football again. Let's get some calls here. We'll start with Tony on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Tony, hello. Hey Steve, thanks for taking
3: my call and I'll try to answer your question and I have a question for you. If okay, that's okay. Certainly. Um I think that uh I would try to be an all sports school because we have the nucleus right now i mean we, we, we who's who's more competitive than our baseball team girls softball volleyball is one of the greatest coaches ever um we've got uh I think our basketball team is going in the right direction he's getting the right people uh it's just we got to get stronger in in football and if Florida is in a football college? Uh, who is? I mean, we, uh, we, yeah, we're not Alabama right now. We're not Georgia right now, but we need to be. I mean, we've been that in the past uh, with Steve Sperrier and I mean, it, 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 we have the nucleus to be the great school, and we do win enough championships to be that. Uh, so I think we ought to be all around. And, and this leads to my question with you. The other day. Uh, uh, coach was a, asked a couple questions and, um, I've always thought that, you know, his first year was, was just, um, he came in too late, uh, and he'd give him a chance. And, and I always thought it'd be the third year that, that, that he would do well. Uh, and, uh, the question is the other day, in his interview after the game, he was asked, and I, I, not exact quote because I don't remember it exactly. Okay, but I got to get this your question here. What can here. you do about that quarterback? What, what what can you do about him to change what we did? And basically, he he never answered the question. He talked about what the quarterback did, and then what are you going to do in the future about things like? And then he just answered how good another team was. Well, I got to ask, do you think this coach knows what to do?
1: Yes. Yes, or but but I think sometimes when you're asked especially after a game uh mm-hmm. when you don't have tape to look at. Now, on, on a Monday presser, different story. I think that's when it was, yeah. Asked, different story. Because you should if have you gone th- over the, to the show. Yeah, you should have gone over the tape and you could have said, "Well, we didn't do this or, you know, we didn't do that." But I would also say this to you, Tony. He's done that to everybody. This is not something where now granted, not seven hundred and one yards total offense, but I'm talking about right. Jaden Daniels who has been electric all year and has done could be heisen. Yeah, great things against just about everybody they played. So it isn't like he was terrible against everybody else and he blew up Florida. But I, I get your point and I don't I can't really answer that, but I mean I I do think Billy Napier knows how to coach, but he's certainly going to have to change some things. There's no question.
3: Yeah, and this is a different level than he's been on. Sure, before.
1: sure. Yeah. All right, Tony. Appreciate your call. Thank you, sir. Greg, welcome to the show. Okay, he left us. D, welcome. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. Uh, interesting question
16: here. Um, you know, I'm I'm an all around guy, Steve. I I think one of the great things I like. You know, calling about calling your show is, you know, during every time of year I can call you on each sport or, or what time of year the sport is. Whether it's football, you know, basketball, baseball, NBA, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think talking talking Gator football for eight nine months a year gets boring, and I just think uh, you know you need. I, I'm looking at these other schools in the conference. You know, you know Alabama has stuffed up this game in basketball. Yep. Uh, you look at Ten- Tennessee; they're good at football, basketball, and baseball. Um, you know, LSU, football and baseball, Auburn, basketball. So there's, uh, you know, Ken- Kentucky, it's, it's football, basketball. So, I mean, there's other schools out there, uh, and they had a pretty good baseball team last year, plus the LSU and I think the regional. So um, there's other schools in the conference that's not just the sport that they're known for. They're, 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 they're investing money and coaches and resources to make sure the program It's good all around. I I think that's where you should be. I just don't think you should be a one-trick pony.
1: You know, I'm going to say this, and it's not because it's my view, which it certainly is not. And I don't think anybody would have the stones to call here and say this. But I think part of that discussion, because what you just mentioned with some of those schools, and I'm not saying it was done blatantly, but it was male sports right? Florida right. is really good in a lot of female sports. And a lot of other schools in the conference aren't. They may be good at one or two or three, but Florida, I mean, I, I can't think of another school in the league whose women's sports are as good all around as Florida's. And that should be a point of pride. But to some people, good or bad, that doesn't matter. And that's, in my opinion, pretty sad.
16: Right, uh, quickly on uh, basketball, Steve. A uh, uh-huh. tough one the other night, uh, man. We, we, I felt we should have had that game. I think if we would have had Pullen in the game, we would have won. I just think, you know, Clayton's not a pure point guard, and it showed down, uh, you know, down the stretch of that game. But you know, Virginia's pretty good, so uh, we got a big game against a rival Friday night. So you know, Pullen will be back by then, and uh, we'll be at full strength.
1: D, I'm gonna tell you, I, I know they lost, and it was right. frustrating the way. It happened, but they could have beaten Virginia. And with pulling back, I really like the makeup of this team. It, it's, yep. it's, it's vastly different. What I look for in a coach or you know, roster building, he took a roster last year and now granted some kids left, some kids, but he understood where he had to get better. And I think he's addressed that. I think he's addressed just about everything. They needed more length. They got it. They needed more size. They got it. They needed more athleticism. They got it. That's a good sign to me.
16: Yep, it's going to be a fun year. Be good, Steve.
1: Okay, thank you, D. Appreciate it. Okay, we'll see if we can get Greg back. Hi, Greg. Hey, Steve. Sorry about that. I don't uh, don't know what happened. Real quick, I know you're up against it. Uh, no, we got time. Dan Mullen was fired.
13: I'm sorry? we got time. Go ahead. Uh, okay, uh, Dan Mullen was fired after the uh, 2021 season. I didn't see Florida descending this low into the Southeastern Conference, uh, regardless of who the coach is. And right now, Steve, it's time and money. I mean, and truthfully, not being philosophical, but that's what everybody needs. It's more time and more money. And as Gator fans, we were told, you know, be patient, be patient. In truth, I don't think we're all demanding to be in the national championship again, but it would be nice for Florida to be able to kick, you know, Kentucky's butts again and getting out physical by teams consecutively two years in a row. I don't think anybody saw that. Because if we just rewind, Steve, even on your show, I guarantee you if you go back to maybe two years on your show, we were all told, as Gator fans, the all-in-one facility is what we need because the Bamas and the Georgias of the world have it. Now it's, no, the all-in-one facility is great and all, but it's not going to pay for the NI deals, NIL deals, which the Florida Collective needs to keep up with the Bamas and the Georgias of the world. So it goes back to my original question. Uh, I, was, I didn't see. Did you see Florida descending this low into the Southeastern Conference with football? I'm not talking about the other sports with football. And did you realize how much time and money were needed just to get back, maybe up to the upper part of the SEC? We're we're in the lower middle, in my opinion. And I'll take it up there and go Gators. Sure,
1: thank you, Greg. Hope I can do this right. Did I think Florida would descend this low? No. Uh, did I think, was I aware of the money and all that? Yes. Yes, I was aware of that. And that's come back to bite Florida in some cases. What we will never know, we'll never know the answer to this unless somebody just does this 24 seven is, you know, how many athletes were lost here because of NIL? I don't know there's any way to quantify that without a deep, deep, deep dive into that. But certainly, let's not be naive, that's happened. And let's not also be, could could Florida have snagged a guy with more money, or a, a, a woman athlete, uh, as opposed to another school? Sure. But no, I don't think anybody, Greg, thought Florida would be where it is in football for this long. I mean, down years happen all the time. And I've said it till I'm blue in the face. I'm going to get bluer. Okay? It's not if you're down, it's how long you're down. Because historically, everybody goes through down cycles. But it's how quickly you elevate yourself from those down cycles that separates good programs from okay ones. 114. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
12: Good afternoon, I'm Victoria Alves. Tonight in the O-Dome, the Gator men's basketball team will host Florida A&M. The Gators will look to bounce back from their previous 73-70 defeat against the Virginia Cavaliers last Friday. Live coverage will start here at 6.30. Also in Gator Sports, tomorrow the softball team will host the College of Central Florida for their final exhibition game until their season begins in February. The match is set to begin at 6 o'clock. On the ice, Tampa Bay Lightning will visit the St. Louis Blues at Enterprise Center tonight. Tampa Bay will be looking to bounce back from two straight home losses, falling 5-3 to Chicago and taking a 4-0 shutout to Carolina on Saturday night. After visiting the Blues, Tampa Bay heads to Chicago for a quick rematch with the Blackhawks. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Alves.
0: 98, one FM
1: 850 AM, WRUF I am driving a vehicle from Southeast Car Agency. My previous vehicle was from Southeast Car Agency. And my previous vehicle was from Southeast Car Agency. You get it? You get the the pattern here. I trust them. I have for years because every purchase I've made at Southeast Car Agency has been a really good one for me. The vehicles lasted me a long time, relatively low maintenance and people that I've trusted because I know they'll let me pick the vehicle I want. They don't ever try to hard sell me. They'll work with me to get the vehicle I'm looking for. They'll do the very same thing for you, ladies and gentlemen, and they have for over 40 plus years, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. Go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. You'll see the selection. You'll see the variety of vehicles they have at different price points for you as well. Also, Go online, secars.com. They update the vehicles that are there all the time, and you can check out the price points and the information that way as well. But when you go see them in person, you got to tell them. Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your
3: testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. companies and medicare we offer free shipping 90-day supplies and we bill your insurance call us today for a free benefits check
0: 800-513-1652 800-513-1652 1652 that's 800-513-1652
11: That's 800-462-3333 800-462-3333 Hey Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone.
10: Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% finance available. Visit maacogainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville
1: on Main Street. When you're in town either before or after the game and you've got an appetite, you need to get over to Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, just blocks from the stadium. Hey, it's Steve Russell. If you haven't eaten one of their Florida-raised beef burgers, you're missing out. Try their juicy chicken burger with fresh hot fries and a hand-spun milkshake as well. They also have salads and vegan options. Dick Mondell's knows better ingredients make better meals. You'll taste the difference. Walk up, drive through, or order ahead online. Open seven days a week, Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street, Dick Mondell's Burgers and fries.
11: Worn-out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. TireRack.com reminds you to inspect your tires regularly. Grab a quarter, stick it in the tread, and if you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Go to my page, TireRack.com slash Dan. Use the Tire Decision Guide to find the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Han Cook tires and tread confidently. TireRack.com. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. You know, in today's world, it seems like the best treatment is reserved for only a few. Well, Discover wants to change all of that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability. That means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in your life, you'll feel special with Discover. You can learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations do apply. Eater Talk with head football
0: coach Billy Napier and the voice of the Gators Sean Kelly Thursday nights at 7 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF
7: This is Scott Strickland and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio
1: app Andrew says are we a loser in denial Billy Madison reference. I'm kind of thinking after Saturday, I'm not anymore. It's sad to watch this product. Richard says, it's obvious Florida's no longer elite. Probably will not be elite for a long time, if ever. To be elite now, you have to have a lot of NIL money, an elite coach, and elite facilities. All we have are the elite facilities. I will still go to the games and cheer on the Gators. And... Larry says, I noticed from looking over the schedules of all the SEC schools, most of them scheduled three cream puffs this year, which helps you get to that sixth win to be bowl eligible if you need that help. So is it better to have a more difficult schedule that might hurt you in the win-loss column and not get you to a bowl game, or is it better to play a softer schedule to help a struggling team such as Florida get that sixth win? But Here's the problem. The schedules are made so far in advance, you don't know what's going to happen. But I think you make, in Florida's case, I don't think anybody... Let's just say that the Utah game was scheduled four years ago. Did anybody think Florida would be where it is now? The answer is no. So you're scheduling because you think you're going to be pretty good and a win is going to help you with the committee in terms of the playoff poll, et cetera. So I think it just depends where you are. Is Kentucky going to probably schedule a Patsy more so than a Florida or a Georgia, maybe? Although Georgia's uh, early schedule wasn't anything to run home with the mother about either. I think it just depends. Mike, welcome to the show.
7: Thank you for taking my call. I vote heavily in favor of an all-around program rather than just football and some factoids, and then I'll get to my point. We have 21 varsity sports, and we won national championships in 16 of those. The only schools nationally that have more different sports with national titles are Stanford and UCLA with 20 and USC with 17. So we have more national championship programs than any other school not located in California. It is not a zero-sum game and if football is having problems. The spring or Olympic sports, whatever you want to call them, are to blame for it. It's the poor coaching hires, the lack of facilities and all that. And by the way, our – Facilities for our non-revenue sports are not really better than the rest of the league. We've been winning because our academic reputation. We started earlier in building our women's program, which you said earlier. And then there's just, uh, once you start winning a lot of sports, it makes it easy to recruit uh, coaches to other sports to come down here. I think whatever problems football has are mostly self-induced. They have nothing to do with what swimming or tennis or golf are doing.
1: Oh, that's for sure. That has nothing to do with it. But I do think there is a segment of the fan base, Mike, who would not agree with you if you really put truth serum in them. I don't think anybody's going to come out and say, although Patrick in an email says football power, but most people are not going to say that because, to your point, that would – I think that the optimum is be a football power and do all those things you just mentioned. Yes, and Florida has done that in the past, obviously. But I think when you get to the point where Florida's at, there's some people who would think, look, I'd rather be great at football and the hell with everything else. I don't subscribe to that.
7: Brother, I agree with you. Thank you.
1: Okay, thank you, Mike. Uh, Paul is next. Hi, Paul.
14: Hey, Steve. A couple quick questions for you. The first is, has your, um, what's a good word, perception... Of the Florida football program, product on the field, and coaching, specifically the head coach, changed over the last five or six weeks. That's my first question.
1: Um, no, no. Um, because so you would be
14: considered an in the boat guy for Napier, right? Yes. Give him a chance. Yes. Oh, Napier. Yes. He needs more time. Napier.
1: Yes. Because I think if if you don't, if you don't, you fall into the trap of Mississippi State getting rid of a guy after less than a year. I think Jimbo Fisher certainly had time. But you want to keep, and there's no, look, here's the thing, Paul, and I understand where some people are. Let's just say, you are I'll use your term, you're in the boat, right, that Napier's not the guy. Let's just assume that for a second. Okay, well then that next hire has to be good because if it isn't, you're back in the same cycle and after two years, we're having the same conversation we're having now and we all know that's a crapshoot. We don't know how that's going to go. It is a very delicate thing to know (laughs) when to let somebody go. I think that's... And
14: my conundrum is that I... I feel I am an in the boat Napier guy, but I don't see better than six and six at best next year. And at six and six, five and seven, six and seven, I just don't know how he survives. And that's got to also be on the mind of Scott Strickland because let's face it, his job is on the line maybe before Napier's is. And I think it's such a tough spot to be in. Because the other thing I don't think, I know a lot of folks call your show are mostly negative. I don't think that's representative of the entire Gator Nation. I mean, 90,000 are still showing up. Remember, several years ago with McIlwain, there were crowds that, that were pitiful. Upper right corners, completely empty. I think there is hope and want that Napier does well. I just don't know if what's in front of us and the fact that it does not look like Florida is willing to pay the levels of NIL at least now. And without that, we're not going to be able to compete with the top three or four teams in the league. However, in my opinion, we should be able to compete in a top 25 scenario. Being under 500, not acceptable. Okay. Those are my thoughts.
1: I appreciate the thoughts, Paul. Thank you. What I think we have to take a different look at in a lens is historically what's happened with a program trying to rebuild. What's, what has to happen? Recruiting, 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 right? Top 10 class, top 10 class, top 10 class. And that's certainly still a part of this. But if Florida, I'm using them as an example, is able to rework its roster through the portal and get good players in the portal, plus you're recruiting, well, all of a sudden you're going to be better than six and six. That's the challenge. That there, it, there is no question in my mind, none. If 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 Daniel said to me right now. What is Billy Napier's number one priority? It is to hit the transfer portal hard. H-A-R-D. Hard. And get some players in here that are going to make a difference now. Because you can't wait. You're not, coaches are not given time to build. They're not because of impatient fans, because of impatient media, because of money, etc. So, that's his to me, that's his number one challenge. Billy your next, 129 time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM W R U F. From the
0: College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 981 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
14: Dave May's automotive, we get the bugs
0: out of your
1: car. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road brakes, A.C., oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks, and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave
15: Mays Automotive, we
17: get the bugs,
15: all of them bugs, out of your car.
8: Is your HR department overwhelmed? What about payroll? Are you having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation? You need WHR Associates. Partnered with an A-rated carrier, we're a full-service employment organization. WHR Associates provides a pay-as-you-go workers' compensation program with a low deductible where employee benefits, payroll, and workers' compensation management will be handled with ease. As a professional employer organization, WHR Associates always fights for the client. We specialize in workers' compensation for staffing companies and large warehouses. No client is too small. If your HR department is overwhelmed and your payroll isn't going smoothly, if you're having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation, WHR Associates can help. Visit whrassociates.com or call 800-869-5606. For a free no-obligation quote, call now. 800 869 5606. 5606 5606
12: if you want the perfect holiday shopping shortcut, I've got three words. Get to Kohl's. I just went and found great gifts for even greater deals, like toys for up to 25% off. And with my 20% coupon, I got fleece for my family under 20 bucks and a cookware set for under 75 Plus, I got $10 off home finds as a Kohl's Rewards member and earned Kohl's cash. So if you want the season's best for less, you know where to go. Select styles. Toys, coupons do not apply. Kohl's Rewards offer and 20% offer end November 18. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. I feel like I'm constantly
9: cleaning hair off my bathroom floor. At least my Swiffer Sweeper makes it easy. Sweeper heavy-duty dry cloths have ultra-thick pads to trap and lock hairs, like a hair magnet. And when I'm finished cleaning up my hair, Sweeper takes care of his too. (coughs) Now the hair's
7: gone, all thanks to Swiffer.
10: 1966 American Lager is now available everywhere at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Smooth and refreshing with just enough of a crisp finish. Also available at most places you buy beer. If you don't see it, ask for it. A beer made by Gators for Gators. Make a great play and enjoy a cold one today. Steve Spurrier's Head Beer Coach 1966 American Lager. Please
1: drink responsibly. Attention, Florida healthcare workers. Hey, it's Steve Russell with money saving news for you. My healthcare federal credit union is now FICARE federal credit union. Same location and great service with benefits that fit your lifestyle. Try your fixed-rate Visa card, an unsecured loan, or home equity loan. Use your concierge auto-buying service, and FICARE will lower your rate by 0.25% and buy a green vehicle and save up to 0.5%. Why wait? Switch today to FICARE Federal Credit Union online at FICAREFCU.org.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
1: Cloudy skies continue for us
9: today, getting breezy with occasional gusts this afternoon to about 20 miles an hour. On and off showers will be possible as well late in the afternoon and during the evening. Temperatures on the full side, highs today in the upper 60s and lower 70s. Overnight tonight, cloudy skies, lows in the upper 50s and lower 60s with spotty showers possible. New York Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
11: Tom McCarthy here from Westwood One. A big AFC North matchup coming on Thursday night football to start week 11 when Lamar Jackson and the 7-3 Ravens host Joe Burrow and the 5-4 Cincinnati Bengals. Both are coming off a loss and Baltimore needs a win to solidify the division lead. Join me and Jason McCourty for all the action of the Bengals and the Ravens on Thursday night football.
0: Coverage starts Thursday night at 8 right here on WRUF. WRUF radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF and online at W-R-U-F
1: Andrew says the state of Minnesota has my answer. Minnesota. They have six Division I hockey teams, only one football and basketball schools. You create programs to make money, and based on demand, Minnesota gets it. He would sacrifice programs. William always wanted our athletic programs to be a full-encompassing program, great at all sports. I think most fans feel that way, but if pressed would prefer we concentrate our efforts into football and basketball if that's what it takes to be elite. As it relates to Scott Strickland, there's a lot of discussion on how good a job he was doing recently on the tailgate. The big issue all fans have with him is simple, namely a good hire he's had since being hired. I repeat, and I'll say it again, most ADs aren't given the opportunity to hire three football coaches. Bill, welcome to the show.
15: Yeah, I got one comment. I grew up rooting for
3: the Missouri Tigers. Uh, I grew up in Columbia. And Gator fans need to bring up the record of drink with the coach. His three previous years were awful. And so just go back and, and look at his record and be patient. That's the only thing I have to say.
1: Okay, thank Bye. you, Bill. Yep. And I think the reason that is, Because they don't have the uh, cachet that Florida does uh, at Missouri. They just don't. No national championships, all of that. Okay? But I get the point. And now he's done a good job, again, in the portal. Okay? He's done a nice job. But let's go back and look. At what those records are. Okay? He came from Appy State. Think of that. Appy State. Five and five, six and seven, six and seven, and now eight and two. They were patient. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you there wasn't pressure on him this year. I mean, there had to be an improvement. If they were six and seven again, I'm not sure he keeps his job. And that's just being brutally honest, right? But all of a sudden now he's, you know, he's he's the coach who does everything. He's had one good year. But Bill's right. Patience has been rewarded in that case. Tom says successful programs must include the most popular sport by all meaningful metrics. Football drives the train, doesn't have to be either or. Todd says, I have Georgia friends jabbing me on gator football the last five or six years. I'm reminding them they were silent up for 25 years. I showed them all the Gator sports we won championships in. While football is the most popular, our overall sports program is probably the best in the league of producing championships. He says the teams that he thinks are better than Florida in football are Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Ole Miss, a and yeah. Missouri, Kentucky, and maybe Auburn. Oof. But if that's the case, a lot of, a lot of hills to climb there. James says, the easy answer to your question for me is a strong football program. If you have somehow lost the football program tomorrow, you wouldn't have a show, and local sports talk wouldn't exist. Yes, it would. It would. It would, James, because people would adapt. If there wasn't football to talk about, you're going to talk about something else. But I get the point. Would there be as much interest? Probably not. Uh, Football drives all other programs in the SEC. Tampa Mike, um, maybe you can comment on UF's athletic budget, how many sports it supports. Compare that to other conference schools. I'm not sure it's a commitment issue at UF as it relates to football, or are they stretched thin? It'd be wise as a business to invest in what butters the bread, brings in the money. Is UF's emphasis in the right place? What say you? <sighs> Without knowing specific numbers, I do think – especially since Jeremy Foley's time, you know, they've always tried to put an emphasis on having women's sports be as good as men's sports. It's it's that simple. Jeremy's mistake, if he made one, was being late on the facility train. He didn't get out in front of that because everything was going well and he always felt Florida did not need to be at the top of the mountain when it came to facilities. Is that flawed I don't know, David. Welcome to the show.
17: Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, as far as uh, the you know, Gator football and NIL, you know, Shane has a more <laughs> doom and gloom picture. He just believes that schools like Georgia, Auburn, uh, Alabama, I think you mentioned Texas A&M, um, they have more big-money boosters that are willing to, you know, to pay for players, basically is what it boils down to, than, than Florida does. So he thinks from from that standpoint, Florida's going to, from now on, just they're going to struggle. What, what do you think about that?
1: Time will tell. I mean, look, things can certainly change. Auburn isn't very good now, Right. Now, you got All a first-year right. coach there, so he's got to have time to build what he builds and I think Hugh Freeze was a great hire for Auburn by the way. Um I do too. But what we will never know. I said I'll say it again. How many players on a roster were bought and paid for, you know, through NIL? Well, a lot of players now are getting NIL money. Let's face it, almost everybody is in some way shape or form, but you know are is school x shelling out how much money to get how many elite players that's what we will never know and here's the other thing it's not just that those elite players that have to pan out if they don't pan out the money's been shoved down the drain so that's part of it too
17: yeah and i think that's that's one thing could certainly i guess affect the way NIL works in the future is if, if you have a, a lot of players that aren't panning out and they're paying big money for them, I think that's naturally going to, you know, kind of change things. But uh, one more question for you uh, as far as the career goes. I mean, I personally, I think as long as he's he's recruiting and keeping classes, uh, I think, you know, I, I think he's at least four years, but um, I know there's others out there that think differently. Let me ask you just hypothetically: If he goes, say, same record next year as he had this year, does he survive?
1: If he has a a losing season again, I think it would be difficult. Even if it's yeah. six and six, it's not a losing season. Even though it could be if no. they get to a ball game, I just think the stigma of that, you know, three consecutive losing, if it, it pans out this way this year. Three consecutive losing seasons would be very difficult to overcome.
4: Yeah, I agree. All right, Steve. Thank you, David. Thank you, Porter. Hello. Hey, Steve. Um, uh, something else I wanted to talk about, but first to come in on the facilities. I, I, I would uh, maybe um, semantics argue the wording as far as uh, what what Foley said, as I remember it. It's as a whole. Um, he didn't. He, I remember him saying, "We don't want to be chasing the Joneses." And as I understood it, as he explained it, it was there's always going to be, you can't always want to be the, the the most recent because everybody else is doing that. And there's going to be somebody who's you know, came in and we don't want to get in that game, but as a whole. And now putting that perspective, I think we were certainly late on upgrading football facilities, especially the, the practice facility. Um, I think baseball could have come sooner, that kind of thing. I remember when the O'Connell center was, was built. Um, and if you remember the, the, Olympics, the 80 Olympics, uh, U.S. boycotted and so forth, and of course 84, the Russians and uh, other countries boycotted in Los Angeles. And from 80 to I think 82, they had uh, world championships, I forget what they were called, swimming, and that was literally the world's best uh, swimming competitions because of the boycotts of the Olympics.
1: Porter, what does this have to do with anything we're discussing here?
4: Well, the point is that the O'Connell Center was brand new at that time. And uh, looking at at it now, it, it, it was kind of you know, a rundown on the low end facility. So, I, I see what he meant as far as you—you know, you, you can't be the most recent every time. But that being said, I think we've sort of certainly late on the the, the football practice facility. Just nothing else. Um, getting back, you asked a question. I didn't know where specifically where you were going. I knew it was going to be the football as opposed to other sports. But when you asked a question other than football, when you say Georgia, what do you think of? Honestly, my thought was the, the gymnastics, the gym dogs.
1: Yeah, and you and said Mama. When I mean, Suzanne thought, Yoclin was there, but that's been a, a lot of years ago. But yes, I agree.
4: Yeah, no, I'm just answering what, what I thought. I was as, as a listener, as you were asking the question, when, and I was already thinking ahead. If you would kept going, I was thinking Arkansas. I think track, Vanderbilt, of course, baseball. Yeah, I wasn't going to go through I'd all of them. The baseball. No, but, you know, I understand, but I was just uh, giving you feedback on on, okay. on my end. But uh, how how would it have been different if we would had a football facility sooner? I don't know, but uh, we can only wonder. All hey, right, Gators, quarter, thank
1: you. Yep, 144. time check brought to you by hayes Shiloh, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gatesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM,
9: WRUF.
12: Good afternoon, I'm Victoria Alves. The Gator men's basketball team is set to take on Florida A&M tonight in the O-Dome. The Gators are sitting at a 1-1 record and headed into the second week of this season after falling to Virginia last Friday. Live coverage starts here at 6.30. Last night, the Gator women's basketball team took a dominant 95-54 win over Florida A&M. The Gators moved to 3-0 in the season thanks to phenomenal performances from Layla Reynolds and Aliyah Mathuru with a combined 42 points last night. Next up, the Miami Heat are heading into another road matchup against the 3-6 Charlotte Hornets. Miami is riding a five-game win streak and now sports a six-to-four record, climbing from 15th to third place in the Eastern Conference after opening the season at one and four. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Alves.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 a.m.
1: W R U F. Where is your pain? Knees, hips, back? Don't let it sideline you any longer. And don't let them tell you surgery is your only option. Call QC Kinetics now for the future of pain relief. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. This is the science of using properties from your own body to bring you lasting relief with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics is trusted by patients all over America, over 150 clinics nationwide with advanced protocols that can get you moving again. Get started now so you can live big in 2024. Talk about a great use of your FSA and HSA, put them to work getting you the relief you need so badly. These new advanced regenerative treatments are getting amazing reviews. Let the medical pros at QC Kinetics give you the better path toward that pain-free life. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and The Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Hi, this is
10: Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at
18: Exceptional Dentistry.
4: I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth and that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy. And I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's
8: terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com.
13: You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and find jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches,
15: coins? Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price.
13: IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world, so IDC can always find a market for your jewelry.
15: We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to. So some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want. Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no
1: idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check.
13: International Diamond Center. Online at ShopIDC.com. Gary's Tackle Box,
11: Gainesville's destination for fishing equipment and supplies for over 30 years, is now having one giant retirement sale. Find huge savings on all your favorite brands on sale now through November 22nd before they close their doors forever. Incredible store wide discounts on rods, reels, lures, apparel, sunglasses, and more. Don't miss it. Gary's Tackle Box Retirement Sale for discounts on everything you need for a successful catch. And from
1: everyone at Gary's Tackle Box, thanks for fishing with us. Hey, it's Steve Russell. You need to get over to Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries just blocks from the stadium. If you haven't eaten one of their Florida-raised beef burgers, you're missing out. Try their Juicy Chicken Burger with fresh hot fries and a hand-spun milkshake as well. Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street, Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries.
0: Talking the talk and walking the walk. You are listening to Florida's preeminent sports radio station. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
11: This is Gators head men's basketball coach, Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: Larry says he'd rather be great at Florida softball to hell with everything else what he says. Mike says, uh, Strickland's turned the Gator football program to Mississippi State, where's the accountability for the demise of the program and his leadership and failure to properly monitor what was going on in the football program. Same lack of leadership and proper monitoring. He admittedly failed the women's basketball players as well. Tony, hello.
19: Hey, what's up, Steve? Um, I had a topic that I'll get into real quick, but let me just go into what you're talking about here. Uh, Listen, the portal real quick. I keep talking about the portal and stuff, Steve. The, the portal, it's not always a win-win proposition, man. And our hit rate with the portal hasn't been very good. If you just look at the players that we brought in just this year, really just Mertz has really panned out. Maybe Makuza a little bit. But just think about like the three guys they brought in at linebacker, the safety they brought in. The uh, young man who's starting a right tackle, who's not SEC quality. I mean, you know, our hit rate's got to get a lot better. Sure. What I gathered last year, um, Billy likes to take a very um, analytical type of approach to the portal also. He likes to, you know, eval the kids before he makes that offer. And from what I heard, we missed out on a couple, two or three guys last year because they just didn't want to wait for that. You know, I mean, these kids are entering the portal they're putting themselves at risk, you know they need to find the landing spot, or else they get left out in the lurch that we've seen that happen, right? So I think Bill is going to have to change his approach this season with the portal. He's going to have to forego some of those evals, and if he thinks someone could help this team and they're high and he has to strike and 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 uh, he can't slow play it, not well, this season. Steve
1: Well, the portal is just like recruiting, right. I mean, you you, you can have a, mm-hmm. a star all over you, but if you don't pan out, it doesn't it doesn't work. Same thing in the portal, right? Y- yes, he's got to hit the portal hard, but you're absolutely right. the 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 end of that equation is not only hit it hard, but get players that are going to make a difference now. That's what has to happen here.
13: Exactly. Yes.
19: I I think in the next six weeks we'll know what type of season the Gators are going to have next year, Steve. And I think it'll be a no doubter. I mean what he does in the portal, what he will need to do on, these, on uh, this coaching staff. If he doesn't make those changes, if he doesn't get the guys in the portal that everyone could tell will be able to help this team, you know it's going to be a rough year next year. Um, Steve, real quick, did you see that the hockey player um, was charged with a misdemeanor crime, the one who uh, flashed the other, no, the other, the other, the other state yeah. a couple weeks ago? yes. Do you think that's going to set a precedent, or is this like a one-off, or how do you see that?
1: Oof. Um, that's way above my pay grade, Tony. Um, yeah. I, I tend to think this is a one-off, um, yeah. but you know that's just top of my head thought process, because I think that this was a pretty unique thing that happened here in terms of the intent of it, at least from what right. I read.
19: Correct, yeah. That's how I saw it when I saw it, and that's how I see it now. Hopefully, I think it's just a one-off, an unfortunate type of situation, and it doesn't set any type of precedence. I
1: like to keep it that way. All right, Steve-O, take care, buddy. Yep. Tony, thank you. Tennessee Mike, hello.
18: Hey, Steve. End of the show, three quick questions for you. How many more SEC coaches do you uh, prognosticate, to use your word, do you see getting canned?
8: Uh,
1: maybe one with Pittman.
18: Mm-hmm. If I said 3 would you be surprised? Yes. Yeah. I don't know after seeing that buyout that Jimbo got and the big business of of all this state would does anything surprise you anymore?
1: Yes. I mean, I'm not beyond being surprised. Um but it would have to be the right circumstance. In other words, as I look as I look at the landscape here, um Auburn just hired a coach. You got several that aren't going to go anywhere. I don't think Napier's going to go anywhere, so I don't know. Besides Pittman, who would be on the chopping block?
18: Uh, Clark Lee's a, a legacy player at Vanderbilt. They get ignored a lot, and it looks like Beamer's probably safe. But they, you know, they've got there's still football left to be played, of course. But um, I'm trying to figure out what Arkansas is waiting on. I guess they figure uh, let him coach that Mizzou game. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he got fired today.
1: Well, if he got fired today, that would be kind of weird because. It's already, you know, early in the week. You're you're preparing for a game this weekend. So if I'm the administration, especially coming off the disaster from last weekend, it should have been Sunday. If you're going to get rid of them, get rid of them Sunday. Give your staff a week to prepare. But I don't, you know, I'm not an AD. Hey,
18: Steve, I don't know how much Missouri you've seen outside of highlights, but this is a Schrader guy they've got—he looks like uh, Christian McCaffrey 2.0.
1: He does. Uh, you know, low to the ground tough runner uh, very very good player
18: yeah uh, I think he might have set an SEC maybe even an FBS record last week 200 plus rushing and 100 plus receiving. you don't see that every day do you you do not and last thing for you Steve I respect your football knowledge a lot and Dooley's also a why I listen and, and um, I hear fans calling in talking about the coach a lot I hear you talking about the portal a lot And I heard Dooley talking a lot about NIL yesterday. Um, I'm a big NFL fan, so it doesn't bother me as much as it does some people. But I was struck at how little conversation is going on about what happened on third and three and in-game stuff. seems like it's all about pay the players and the portal.
1: Oh, there's still, especially after the game, right after, Mike, there is a lot of discussion on – why this play didn't work, or why did he call this, or why didn't this happen. And that normally happens Saturday after the game and usually on Monday and maybe Tuesday. But after that, it's you, you move on.
18: Well, the machine keeps running. If Kirby wins the third one, he'll probably make making 15 million a year, and we'll all have to puke on that one. See you, all right,
1: Steve. Mike, thank you. J.D., hello.
20: Hey, Steve. Uh, you know, one thing that does not make sense to me, maybe, maybe you've got some thoughts on this, if you're going to pay a coach $7, $8, 9000000 and then give him a 30 or $40 million buyout, uh, I think is about where we are, it makes no sense to me that you don't uh, supply him with NIL money uh, that maybe other schools and you put him, you pay him all his money and a salary and buyout and all this other stuff, and then put him at a disadvantage in the NIL, the way things are going now. That that makes no sense to me. Uh, maybe you have a, an opinion on that. I do. Uh, that's when,
1: I do. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. And, then, and I'm going to play devil's advocate real quick, and I'm running out of time. Um, okay. Ole Miss is pretty good this year. They've been ranked all year long. I, I don't know how much NIL money they have. I'm not privy to that. But 16 of the 22 starters for Ole Miss have come from the portal. So either A... He's a really good evaluator of talent. B, there's a lot of money that they're spending on the on the, on NIL, or C, a combination of both. So it's it's not the ideal way to do that every year, but he has made Ole Miss relevant through the yeah, portal.
20: FSU's, FSU's done pretty much the same thing. Yep. Uh, uh Steve, I'm uh, going specific football specific now. Uh my biggest fear is that you know everybody makes mistakes and uh you you learn from them. Your interview with the Missouri guy, he said that they brought in an offensive coordinator and of course that Missouri's been much better. Um my fear is we may have made a mistake on our defensive staff or with our coordinator with an inex- inexperienced coordinator uh and so I don't know how how you Resolve that. That that to me is my biggest fear. I, I and I could be totally wrong. You I, resolve I, I,
1: that, JD, by staff evaluation and making difficult decisions. Nick Saban yeah. makes difficult decisions, right? I mean, yeah. coaches get hired and fired. That that's the nature of the beast. And if you're going to be a CEO, you have to make those difficult decisions sometimes. And that's what he's going to have to evaluate at the end of the year. yep yeah.
16: Okay, Steve. Thank you JD, so much.
1: thank you. Appreciate you, PG. I couldn't get to you. Uh, we'll get to you tomorrow very quickly. Uh, BB says he watches Mullen every week on ESPN. Beyond doubt, brilliant. Hey, things went wrong for him here. Uh, our own fault due to poor playlists at like our Gators caught both Kentucky and Arkansas in one of their better days, which just may prove crucial for a bowl parents this year. Coach Napier left an important point yesterday when he compared college to the NFL. Unlike the NFL, college has no salary caps, no financial disclosures, and poaching players is the new college sport. College football is now a seedier new NFL without monetary guardrails and a minimum, uh, a minimal modicum of decorum. Ooh. Okay. Thanks, to Dino, for producing. We'll see you tomorrow on Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, A50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy your Tuesday.
0: WRUF Gainesville U251CG Gainesville From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill
18: Studios We are ESPN 981FM 850AM WRUF